I am St. Cloud Mayor Dave Kleiss, and welcome to the third episode of our podcast. Um, you can find these. You're obviously finding it if you're listening now, but it's uh, Mayor Dave Kleiss with the spaces uh, on any place you find podcasts. So uh, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, this is the third uh, of, of an endeavor. And these aren't weekly. These aren't monthly. These are when we have topics and when we have uh, interesting opportunities to have a discussion or a dialogue. And it's not just this will be the first episode where we we step out of City Hall and uh, bring in uh, some of our guests, some of our community partners, uh, which is which is a great opportunity. You're gonna you're gonna hear from people who are actually doing things in the community and actually having an impact. And and in today's case, molding the minds of those who are running our community and the leaders in the future. And uh, I have the honor today uh, to have the president of the St. Cloud Technical and Community College. Uh, in your and this is be the second year. Are you almost finishing into the, up year two? Sitting uh, finishing up year two. Yes. Uh, we have President uh, Anisa Cheek who is here today with me and you pronounced it correctly. Yes. I, <laughs> thank you. You know I get that Some way. I I, okay. I have a name called Kleiss, um, and for some reason, um, you know. For some reason, everyone can pronounce Klein. It's spelled almost the same way. Yes. But they, they don't say clean, but Cleese. I get Cleese, you know. Uh, so that's fine. I, you know, but names are important. I was just at a, a discussion with uh, one of your um, employees, okay. um, Singita, who is a, you know, who is yes. a really, uh, she's works for you. She's a wonderful speaker. She's a tremendous. She works with me. She 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 just did a presentation on cultural awareness yes. and talked about and something I always get from Sangeeta is your name is important mm-hmm. so it's important that people you know learn it and pronounce it because yep. you know it's something and Sangeeta I I sometimes I I call her by the meaning of her name and yes. I'm not going to do that now unless she's here she's not here to give you permission <laughs> yeah that I can cool. give you the meaning of my name and I'm not going to ask yours but you know David <laughs> David has the meaning uh, beloved and you know so we today during the exercise we had um, she was going through the aspect it was the chamber the chamber did a a, a forum they're doing a series of forum on, on right. cultural awareness mm-hmm. and so that part of the discussion was you know your name and what's the origin and you know so uh, yes. and how did you get named and you know what does it mean you know I could say all the names that some people call me but that's not what I go by <laughs> <laughs> I go by the name that my parents gave me but uh, uh, I appreciate you you being on here Thanks today and yeah and uh, you know these are these are just informal conversations and you know I think I think it's important for p- folks that are that are out there listening to these podcasts to get to know uh, folks that are in the community making a difference. And, you know, um, there you have, um, you know, before that, though, I think it's sometimes good just to kind of get an idea. Uh, we all have positions, you know, as mayor and you're the president of a technical community college. Um, you know, you've got a lot of staff. You've got a lot of students. You, you, I've got, um, I've got um, 68 thousand bosses i oh, mean you yes. know so I, I think of it's it in that job. respect and yes. you you've got you know you got a customer base of, of, yeah. of folks and you have you have a staff and then you're part of a system uh, minnesota state which is which has a number of uh, colleges and and number of universities and technical community colleges yeah. uh, and i and so a little bit just maybe if, if you don't mind um, just kind of a discussion i always ask people you know tell a little bit about yourself or or even if you want just your, your passion what what makes you drive to do what you do or get up in the morning or um you know or or just you know a little bit about either way what what uh 
who are you when you're not the president? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, when you are, um, I consider myself a people person, and so just like many of the students, just like many of the students that um, I interact with on our campus or when I talk to faculty and staff, um, many of them will say the same thing: they're people per- people persons. And, um, and it, that's what drew them to the work. You know, you want to make a difference. You want to have an impact on people's lives. You, um, as you get older, right, you kind of reflect and you have those moments where you feel you've been blessed and you've had opportunities. Um, and you look around and you see uh, that not everyone has um, received the experiences and the opportunities that you have. And, you know, you feel like you want to... Uh, make pathways and create opportunities for others and so that's kind of what drew me to this work um my work is important but my number one job is being a mom got two little ones you know so middle and elementary school and so all the joys and you know anxiety and excitement and craziness that goes along with having little ones in the house you know I do that you know full-time and then I have this full-time job where I really get to work with a truly amazing team of leaders you and I before we started recording started talking about you know you hire people that are not like you and I have people all around the table who are nothing like me and um, they are an absolute joy to work with every day because I look at them and they say things and they do things and I'm so inspired like oh my god I get to work with you they're pretty cool people so it's an extraordinary um, experience and opportunity to be able to work at this institution um, that is so beloved in this region um, and is making such an impact, I think, for the positive for, for this region. Well, I, I uh, couldn't agree with you more. That aspect of uh, the people that uh, you have uh, that work with you on these things and that work uh, in the city, I, I and you do. You need. I was. We were talking off here uh, before we started. Uh, you know, my city administrator. Um, if my city administrator and all the people that work in my office were like me, we would get nothing done. I know. <laughs> um, I wouldn't either. Yeah, you, you, you need those uh, folks, you know, that we've all, I think a lot of people have done personality tests and we get different colors and there's different aspects. But that's, you know, that's what makes a community. I mean, you yeah. have different folks doing different things and, and you, you create a great team. And, you, you know, I know a, a number of your folks on your team, you've got a, you do, you have a great um, folks that are, I think, um, in fact, this is this is this starts at the top. So your passion for what you do, I, I love the fact that you said you're a mom first. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's that that family, and and that transcends often into teams. I mean, yeah. it's your becomes your family. I mean, you're you're you know, how many students are at at the, at the year at your college about five thousand a about year five. so you're mm-hmm. a mom of five thousand additional oh my <laughs> gosh i don't look it do i <laughs> i look pretty young and yeah i got 68 <laughs> i always tell me how many kids you have Sixty-eight thousand. <laughs> yes but yes. you you you, you trans, yeah you transcend what you know who you are and your passion with what you do yes. and and that's uh, that's meaningful i i, I you know i, I know um, and from the history I, I used to be in the legislature a number of years ago and i used to be on the higher education committee so oh, wow. i i was there before um you know the technical community colleges and the universities. Actually, when what you're now in charge of used to be part of the school district. So, I know. Yeah, at one time here in Minnesota, yes. when I was when I was in the legislature, the yes. first that's when it all started. Um, in fact, uh, you started uh, it. Oh no, I didn't. I, I, I'll. I'll uh, <laughs> 
I tried to stop it, but we're not going to oh get into God. that because I'm not going to put you into that. You know, I liked the autonomy of individual um, campuses, yeah. and, you know, and there's a, there's an important part of that. But it was funny though. Uh, a, a good friend of mine, who is actually one of your trustees, uh, Roger Mo, mm-hmm. um, was at that time in the Senate. He was the majority leader, and I'm a freshman, you know, member of right. the minority party, and I'm in there. And um, so one of my first bills was to stop the merger of higher education, and Ro- mm-hmm. and here's the the majority leader who was putting it all together at, yeah. at that time. and But uh, we were just talking about that a little bit. I had an opportunity. He was at um, um, the winter commencement at uh, your the other major institution in our in our community, St. Cloud State University. Shout and out to St. Cloud State. Yes, and he, uh, he was the speaker. Mm-hmm. And so we talked a little bit uh, about that. And, you know, I, there were there there's good aspects of it. We're not going to get into that because that's that's not what um, right. you're, you're dealing with your own uh, community co- technical community college. And that you know it's I've, it's taken a long time to actually say that because they used to it went from technical it's college a to a bit. yeah yep. it's technical and community college. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it but it has a meaning. I mean it's it's a broad it's a broad edu- you know you you also deal with that education you you know bringing folks up to the level they need to be at yep. and give the holistic education, but also directly into employment yep. and jobs. So maybe talk a little bit about, you know, the Technical Community College um, today. I mean, you, you said how many students you have, but, you know, what kind of what kind of programs or emphasis, what type of jobs are, are folks going into that, um, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, specialize in that really, I, I know one of the things I've always been impressed, and it hasn't changed from when it was in the school district. Actually, it probably did. It became more focused, but it, I know you work strongly with the industry and the business community, yep. but you're also, you, you're really, your focus is on the individual so that they not only can, they can be successful um, for the rest of their lives. And, and, um, you so what what are those main you know jobs i'm going to get into a little bit later what are the jobs of the future but you you and i can't answer that entirely because they don't exist right but what 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 really what um kind of principal or academics you know maybe maybe tell us what what's the major areas or or what are you kind of that's all over the all over the field i think but so in really broad terms, you know, this year we embarked upon a um, this academic year. So that was back in 2019. It seems like so far away now. Um, we embarked on a strategic planning process for the college, a three-year plan. And um, we're doing some, some mission work right now where we're reevaluating our mission statement. Because um, as we all know, you know, that's kind of who you are and your reason for being. And when I think about in really broad terms outside of any of our specific program areas and I think about why we exist, um, you know, I've been playing with this idea in my head of, you know, we exist to provide individuals with skills to um, enable Uh, equitable participation in the economy, um, in our democracy, and in society. And so um, that's the kind of work that just keeps you coming back for more each and every day. Um, And the world around us just continues to evolve and change. Um, But that's the work that we are really called to do for this region and for this community. And so you know, in terms of more specifics, it's it's what you you know you hear every day and you read in the paper. Healthcare, you know, is is always um, and and very high demand. Our, our nursing and LPNs and CNAs and phlebotomists and surgical techs and dental hygiene and um, and then we have. Um, you know, our construction and our welding. Women, we have a women in welding competition. Really? Second wow. year this a competition? year. Competition? Competition. And yeah. it's high school and college students. And 
the girls came out and represented last year. You, I gotta give you the date so I, you can come. Yes, I love so, to. See how sidetracked you know, I, I can I, get I, so I, easily. I welded, it. I welded it in high school, but I always used to pull my wells out of the big scrap pile. Oh, <laughs> somebody yes. else did. All right, the statute of limitations are gone, and I didn't go into that field, <laughs> so it's all right. But, but that is really cool. Yeah, you and know, that's I, a field that is really in high. Very high demand. It is, and for women, right? You're the historian, yeah. right? Yes. You think back. Was it World War Two when off to war, and so yeah. the women are working oh, yeah. in the factories, and they the, Rosie the Riveter, right? With that, you <laughs> that's know, right. She's with got the, that thing, yeah, going with, this, the, with yeah. the scarf tied yeah. around her yeah. head, and so those girls or young women who come, they know Rosie the Riveter, and yeah. so, um, and they take it very seriously. And in some cases, you know, it's it's not a generalization, but sometimes they outperform the young men, and vice versa, yeah. and so. They do uh, quality work, but, you know. Um, and then you've got programs like advanced manufacturing and um, some of those more techno technologically based um, careers um, and program areas, in addition to um, what we would consider some of the more traditional areas for, you know, us individuals who are going to transfer to our sister institution, which I consider is St. Cloud State, to yeah. pursue that bachelor's degree, but are really honing their critical thinking. All of them, critical thinking, problem solving, teamwork. And you, and you must teamwork. get the reverse, too. I mean, folks that have had a degree, maybe they have a Absolutely. degree at St. Cloud State, and they want to apply it that. into something that, yeah. you know, that they can, they want to change careers. People or some that have started and just, for whatever reason, never finished, yeah. and are not quite sure if they've got what it takes to, to finish and cross cross the finish line. And and we encourage them to come um, and, start and restart with us, and we can get them to where they need to go, too. So we've got students in high school, right, that yeah. are really enrolled in high school and come and, and take college clo classes. They're really those high-achieving, focused students. So you have the, the post-secondary option? So post they, come, they come, okay. Yes. Right. I, you know, I was surprised. I, tour, I always walk around campus and peek in classes on the first day, and I was surprised at the number of students, and I said, you know, who, who's a PSC? And almost inevitably in every class there were some number of students, I mean, in high school that were taking college classes. I was never that mature. Wow. <laughs> that I, I wasn't that disciplined no, in we, high school to do that kind of work. So I have, um, I kind of want to be like them when I grow up. But, uh, you know, it's pretty exciting. We didn't exciting. even have that option. And it's funny, no. uh, you're way younger than I am. But when I see anybody over at the Technical Community College, I always think they're in high school because everybody oh, looks yeah. younger. The older you get, everyone <laughs> looks younger. <laughs> so I think yeah. that's, but we didn't have that option. So it's great to have not only that option while you're still in high school yeah. to get so you can go right into the workforce but still have that post yeah. you know you can have that education that is important and the training piece I would assume yep you know when when it comes to you know you know obviously I know you've got a you've got a 98 percent you know 95 98 percent placement, placement rating mm -hmm. and um, one of the aspects of that is you you wouldn't have that if you weren't working with the jobs that are available oh, in yeah. the community. Um, do you do you um, do you work with? Uh, you have some type of um, council that comes from the from the business community or from the community that yeah. helps advise in, into you know what those programs, what those needs are. And I think yeah. you might even I think you also have some partnerships where people pay <laughs> uh, pay do. for some of the equipment that you have because it's the they real do. world experience. You're not using welders that aren't being used in the field, Absolutely. which you have to be in that. But talk a little we kind of cover it all. And, you know, we've got great faculty and staff who are pretty innovative and creative. So we've got, you know, advisory groups for all of our um, trade and industry programs and 
I think that number might be in around 300 or so individuals that um, provide as advisors and counselors for us um, in terms of is our curriculum relevant, um, is the instruction that we're offering uh, meaningful, and is, does it adequately prepare individuals for the real world of work? Um, they also take a look at our technology and make sure that it's the latest and greatest or all that it should be, again, in order to properly prepare um, our students. And you're right, um, employers, because em unemployment, right, is yes, so low yes, when yes. you look at it in really general terms, um, they, they're like, we need workers, you know, and so they're going further upstream and working with our students much earlier in their programs to build relationships, to raise awareness, number one, that, you know, we're out there and we have jobs and we have good paying jobs and benefits packages and you can start your career with us. And so raising awareness, uh, building relationships with students and a lot of our students, they'll hire them, you know, some of them, they'll hire them before they even finish. Um, and continue to pay for their education oh, wow. while also encouraging them to stay enrolled and complete their education. Um, and so employers are becoming really creative and not just sitting around and waiting for people to find their websites maybe and apply for jobs. Yeah. They're actually going out there and kind of being fishers of men and women and making sure that they find that talent early and often. Oh, you you have to as, a, as somebody outside. You all actually in the mayor's office, we hire, we hire people too. We have 400 and some employees. Yeah. And, but I own a small business also and have for 29 Driving years. Driving school, is that what it yes, was? Yes, I own the Central Driving Academy. And, uh, is this have, a plug for that? Uh, yeah, I had you to. I to. just, you know, I just, <laughs> you, you did, so I, I, I I don't want to do that, but uh, no, I have to explain, and you know, uh, but right. but I, I have um, I've owned that for 29 years, so I've had, and, and I can tell you as an employer, um, this is the probably the most challenging last two years I, to find employees, and you know, why do and, you think that is as you know, an employer? You know, I I think at the the aspect of um, I think one thing in in a community unemployment's low, and um, there's a lot of occupations and you probably find the same thing that right. people um, don't know exists and you know and another aspect of that is you know the changing culture and demographics some people don't see people in these fields like themselves right. and um, you know we we talk about this often with our fire department sure. I mean um, you know uh, and, and when you, you talked about welders mm -hmm. women in welding I mean in, in fire services, very few, very few, yep. uh, first of all, people of color and very few women right. in that field. And, um, you know, and I think, and there's a misunderstanding sometimes in occupations, you know, and I, I, I have driver's education. Some people think, oh, it'd be so dangerous to be, you know, in that, per <laughs> in in that passenger seat. You know, it's funny, when I was in the legislature, I always used to give the, the you know, I said, because I'd go home and do it, you know, I, I don't teach as often, but I still do from time to time. And I always say, yeah, after leaving the legislature, I'd want to go and relax behind the wheel with somebody who's <laughs> never driven a car before. And actually, quite frankly, it was more, relaxing, more relaxing sometimes than the job. Sure. But, there's a misunderstanding of, of some occupations, like firefighter, for example. And yep. you train, you train folks in the, yep. in, in, you know, only 10% of what a firefighter does is fight fires. Yeah. The, the rest of it is medical. A big chunk of it is medical. Mm -hmm. Education piece, but also the medical piece. Yeah. You know, you, you, 
you have a program for medical folks. You work with, um, you know, the yeah. EMTs, EMT. and, and mm -hmm. so and really, what a firefighter is is, you know, a, a big part of that is the EMT. They're yeah. first responders. They're they the all folks work so that, close together. Yeah. yeah. So so when you tell people that, I, I and so for for an employer, it's difficult sometimes. Um, to you know, and that's why working with employers, I think, is an important piece. But you know, sometimes career paths um, need people uh, to be advocates of, of those, and that employers do that. We, we're going through from the city perspective, you know, working with your folks to say, how do we solve this? And then working with Centric Care because they're looking at you know, health care professionals, and people don't think of being a firefighter and being a healthcare professional, right. but it's a big part of their job, yeah. you know, and so there might be a career path that you don't have. We So that's the the challenge for me as a driving instructor is just people think this um, you know I, I you know maybe they think they're it's amazing when I when, when I tell people who went to high school with me think you own a place that teaches people how to drive I remember how you drove when you were in high school right. I mean there's there's an aspect of things that until you get into it and that's the purpose of you know that you know the education piece mm -hmm. what is your field all about yeah and you know and and recruiting people i assume is part of that yeah um here are jobs that exist yep um how you know can you get into these and these are jobs i mean i can tell you anybody who's worked some you know in the area of you know a lot of occupations welders for example welders make a, a pretty good living and uh, a pretty good income because mm -hmm. there's so few of them mm -hmm. and i think some people don't realize that you know there was a period of time and i, I think maybe that's from a from a national cultural aspect you know, I, I'm a first-generation college student. Mm -hmm. So when I was growing up, college was never even talked about because okay. my parents both sure. had ed, eighth, grade, eighth grade education. Yep. So that's as far as they went. Mm -hmm. So we that was never a, a part of that culture. Right. And so that's another factor uh, when you look right. at that. But then there was a period of time when a lot of folks were putting people into, you know, you needed a four-year education yep. um, to get a good-paying job. Mm -hmm. And That was me. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and here's the situation yeah. now where you can get a, really good paying job i wish i would have yeah. known that when yeah. i was going to school. i wish i, I would have known that myself some money, <laughs> i wish that would have been available so yeah. so yeah. In, in in that respect you know it's it's uh, it's what you do and you know because you you've obviously look at the trends and what employment you talked about some of those partnerships how do you how do you factor in and there was a time when you know i, I just think back 10 years ago 10 what's the largest company in the world um you know right now one of the largest employers in the world and company is amazon mm -hmm. go back 15 years ago uh, yeah. when it didn't exist sure um so and now you look at uh, the the amount of you know dollars that are made and and the tech jobs i mean right. none of those existed you know two decades ago the idea of a gig economy yeah i mean right so, i was like so what so is a gig you, economy okay yeah. <laughs> how do you, how do you prepare i mean you, you're preparing students obviously but um, I mean, is that part of just watching trends or looking at things for, you know, because what I, I've been told by some futurists that, you know, 10 years from now, most of the jobs that exist don't exist today. Right, um, right. So how, how does, you know, and that might be said, that's a, probably a, a real <laughs> question for all of us because, I, you know, how do you, how do you deal with a lot of systems? But um, how do you transition? Is that, is that industry-driven? Is that community-driven or, you know? customers being your your students i guess driven i think it's a little i think it's a little bit of both you you were talking about a lot of things when you were talking about you know how individuals kind of set their sights on a particular career path and you know immediately it made me think of that community event that we have you know epic the exploring potential interest in careers when we have 
And we had around 5,000 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, I yeah. think, kind of kind of come to our campus and right lots of hands-on and and demonstration and activities and letting just young people kind of explore because it goes back to when we just had that recent talk with Valerie Jarrett and you know she said it so succinctly right you can't be what you can't see yeah Um, and for so many young people um, you know career paths are like arteries you know we've just created so many more arteries and just the career trajectory of, of paths and opportunities and you know, sometimes students have not seen that, been exposed to that, um, do not see themselves doing that for whatever uh, reason it is. Um, and so we are having to rethink um, how we engage with our high school partners, even with our middle school partners, right? Because they're thinking about who they want to be, you know, early on. And so we're, I don't know if we've figured it out yet. I know that we know that we've got to do something different, that what we're doing, what we've done, uh, year after year, decade after decade, served its purpose and served us well, um, but that things are changing and that we need to be in the, uh, the, the, the work of positioning ourselves for what is to come and not knowing really what that is. But the idea of being nimble, uh, being insightful, being reflective, and expanding ourselves beyond the walls of our institution. So working closer with business and industry, you know, not just having business partners that are interested in our students, but um, trying to ensure that leaders throughout our institution are on boards and committees and are in service with business organizations and other organizations in the community. So we're in tune to those conversations and, and we're part of this larger conversation about talent and workforce development and the kind of community we want to have in terms of living and working and playing for our residents um, that we are preparing and and serving our purpose kind of in that bigger equation so I know I like to listen to the futurists as well and I kind of they kind of leave me scratching my head about gosh you know because it's changing so so fast but I think we've got to probably listen more intently to um, some of our uh, earlier later generation students um because i think we've kind of got some things baked into our systems and structures about this is how we do and this is what education looks like and you go to class for 16 weeks and you go you sit behind a desk and you listen and um that works well for some um but some of our you know uh later generation students are saying "Uh uh-uh doesn't work for me you know i want to do it this way and so how how we respond uh will be very indicative of how we will be able to sustain ourselves in the future and continue to to be strong partners. I think in the in the region and in the community. Yeah. Well, that's um, that is so true. And and from what you're doing to adapt to the educational piece and to the students and you know what are those is the same the same challenges that employers have. How do you adapt? I mean, it used to be, you know, I could raise you know I could raise salaries in certain area and that would be it it's you know when when unemployment is low right. uh, it's got to be something else so are you looking at and 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 employees are different I, I oh, remember gosh. I remember when I you know I've been 29 years so I can look at my business over that period of time I remember when you had people that applied you know applied for a job um, you went through that traditional process they came to the interview and um, you know and I, and I and I'm not going to say this is the way all employers are but but I can tell our employees I should say perspective but there's definitely a difference what people are looking for um, there used to be, even from a city's economic development and mm-hmm. we, we partner on economic development often because uh, mm-hmm. the technical community college and edu- higher education and and 
you know, District 742 are, are key elements to that. But it used to be you'd graduate, you go where the job is. Right. Now you graduate, you want to you want to go where you want to live. Because yeah. if you where you want to live, the job will be there um, yeah. in the economy we have now. Yeah, that's interesting. And so yeah. it's so it's a whole different focus. Our economic development focuses on livability. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure the community is livable for potential people to want to live here, to be employees. Yeah. It used to be we wanted to make sure all the community was available for the, the business to come in and provide jobs. Sure. Uh, because there was a workforce there. So the onus now is on, you know, is and I, I know our largest employer, and I know you work closely with, Centricare. Centricare, sure. uh, has 800 openings right now yeah. in all various areas. And these aren't low-paying jobs. Right. These are These are, you know, good jobs with great benefits. But you've got to you've got to create an atmosphere, and this is the collaboration for us. We partner with folks that are educating mm-hmm. people and wanting to. You know, I, I know you you look at you know from the city's perspective, we look at your customer base, being the students, and say, what do they want yeah. in a community to stay here? Yeah. You're going to train them. Amenities, arts, yeah. music. I mean, everything. It's yeah, just that 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 that's housing. more of an economic development focus than it's ever been. Yes. Uh, which is which is part of the demographics and changing. We didn't when I was a kid. That wasn't the issue. You know, I, I went into the the Air Force because that's what you know. I had five brothers and sisters. Well, I had nine brothers and sisters, but oh, five of us went into the military because okay. it was something that was just a normal path. Yeah. You know, and we seen, but then, you know as that changed and you know and there was paths and people stayed in jobs for 20 30 years oh my god what's the average turnover now i mean it's got to be within you know years people expect to have multiple careers in their life oh yeah and when my parents grew up it was one career <laughs> you know, yeah for the my most dad part. was the same yeah my mom and dad pretty much one job their whole career and i don't know i can't even count how many jobs I've, i mean yeah yeah it yeah you you start transition and they are different you're right you're right and that livability factor i think it's very important you know you talk to young people and young families are just yeah. You know, they are thinking about amenities and where will their children go to school and is it a welcoming community? Is yeah. it a diverse community? Yeah. You know, they like, you know, different cultures and ethnic foods and, yeah. you know, what's the art scene like and plays and symphony. I mean, they're looking for all those things um, for communities to provide them because this idea of a quality of life and, you know, um, work is, is work, but, you know, you, you have to bringing your whole self and you want to be able to address all the other needs that you have to live a quality life. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's changing even in some of the conversations you have. You know, it used to be, you know, what do you do? You were defined by your job. And now you're, yeah. you're, you're defined by a, a, a different aspects. I mean, from a general aspect, you know, where you live, um, you know, what's your passion? I asked the question about passion because I think what the passion is is more important because your jobs might change. Yes. Your passion tends to stay the same. You said you're a people person. I'm a people person. Yeah. And that's, you know, um, in what I tend to like to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't know who is it. I, the, it's quoted often. I don't know who actually originally said it, um, you know, um, you know, Find a find a job that uh, that you love, and mm-hmm. you'll never work a day in your life. Sure, uh, and that's the aspect. Find your passion, yeah. and you know, and, and there's different aspects of that. So, um, what what you do um, is has a tremendous value. Your partnerships, you collaborate with a lot of businesses and entities yeah. and organizations in the community, uh, and I know you have a very strong connection with um, the other higher education, uh, St. Cloud sure. State University, with. Uh, uh, um, with uh, uh, President uh, Robin Wacker, who is um, 
who is also uh, coming into a, in, you know, she's in her. We're, are you we're, right we around the same, the same time? Day. Yeah, we start. Well, I might have started a week or so before <laughs> Robin, but it, we, July one is uh, both our official. Is there? Day. Is there? Yeah. You know, for that alone, I, I can tell it's no different than when you go to college or school. You're a freshman. All the freshmen hang. You know, is there? There's yeah, a, kind of there's freshmen? Kind of a freshman. You know, freshman, freshman. So you, so know. you, you yeah. feed off of each other and the think aspect Robin of. I and I have ideas. a really close relationship, and um, and I think because we started at the same time, you know. There was no history. There was no background. There was no, quote unquote, baggage where we were kind of beholden to any one thing or or, or organization. We both love our institutions, um, and we have always been committed to working together. And so I see her as a great leader, a great partner, and a great friend as well. So yeah, I think there's much more great things to come and at partnerships between our two institutions. And that's great. I was there with one of the signings um, of uh, some of the collaborative efforts yes. and. You know, it's it's great to hear that that you know I, I like I said earlier I tried to stop the merger, but if one thing the merger <laughs> did is created a better collaboration because there used to be um, more competition. Oh, I'm glad you see yeah, that. Yeah, and so collaboration is the key, and I think that in almost everything you do, you collaborate. You can't do it alone, and right. uh, the aspect of community is part of that. Yeah. And working with others, um, you know, we do. I I, I get. Oftentimes, people say, well, you know, the city does that. And I, I keep reminding people, the city is you. Right. So it's a collaborative effort between all of what we do to try to make the community a great place for people to, you know, to live, to work, to play, to shop, to, you know, all those things. But really, it's the livability piece right. of it that's really a, really a cool thing. So Yeah, we, I was talking to our campus recently, and uh, we were talking, all the things that you've talked about, the partnerships and the collaboration, when you keep peeling back the layers it all comes down to people and our ability to get people from all different um, parts of the community to work together and that takes a certain level of discipline and intentionality um, and people have to know one another they have to trust one another they have to create space for different and new ideas to be able to surface and evolve um, and everybody can't do that that's not easy to do oh, that is that challenge. is not easy to do and so you know we talk a lot about I, launch something at the college and it's all about cultivating community even within our campus community and I said you know if love is a verb so is community right and so it takes active and engaged participation by all of our faculty and staff and even students to uh, be committed to this notion of we are a community right and um, good things will grow and come from um, um, us focusing on this idea of community and We'll be spending a lot more time talking about what that means to each of us and what that means in terms of how we show up for one another and how we show up for our external partners and collaborators but um, it takes work and it takes effort and uh, we're just so fortunate to have so many great community partners and you, I'm just thinking about you when you're asking about where's you know technology is going and all these jobs that don't exist and you mentioned Center Care, and I'm thinking about the great partnership we have with them. And I won't get the name right, but we've got this new, I'm calling it artificial intelligence kind of table with a body that's not real. It's its all, you know, uh, like a hologram yeah. kind of thing, right? It used, uh, used to be called when I was Rescue Annie at that time, but now they've... It's, Rescue it's, Annie that is gone. Is old this school. is like Hologram <laughs> Hal or something like hologram that. Ken Holm is going to kill me for not knowing the name of it. I'm like, I don't oh. know the name of it, but when you look at what we're, we're able to deliver to students in terms of a real-life, hands-on experience outside of having a real cadaver right on our yeah. campus and every single vein and every single, wow. you know... Um, 
the heart and the lungs and it's moving and you can see it and they can diagnose and you can, you know, simulate illnesses and they can diagnose and, you know, it's just a different kind of learning space and experience that we hope will open the minds and create more opportunities for young, for individuals to just excel and help us to imagine what could be possible. Yeah, that is cool. Powerful. Te technology, I'm, I'm fascinated. Like, like you said earlier, I, I love listening to futurists, um, you know, and, um, and you know, do you and, and go to school to become a futurist? Like who? What is the background? I don't, of the I don't know if you can. like economists. Kind you know, of I just guys think or? you. You know, I think you just have to be young. Young. <laughs> so that the future is going to be around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't I, know there were a lot I, of. Them. I only knew Richard Florida got coined as a futurist, yeah, right? I think anybody who is really good at talking about you know what's the to come future and get ready yeah and, and can, uses you know, the word disrupt. i'm a historian disrupt. so i'm you focused use the word on disrupt you know and disruptors then you're a futurist right? yeah anybody <laughs> yeah, anybody who talks about the I'm a, I'm a historian so i talk about all the past stuff but uh but you use that use history to determine how fast um future changes so every decade becomes exponentially faster in the technology and technology itself. Yes. I mean, you know, with the nanotechnology, with the, the aspect of, you know, there's more knowledge and, you know, I mean, I, I just look at the simple technologies sure. like Siri. Remember, you know, and I don't know if you're a, an, an iPhone user, but I remember when I used to ask Siri when I first got, the, when Siri first came out, Siri couldn't understand anything I said. Right. And now I can, you know, I can have a conversation. She's with on top of it. <laughs> she, she is. It's a, it's a whole different aspect of how technology it's more rapid in its in its change you know when tvs came out it took a long time you sure. know eventually to get color and eventually to get i mean now you you know you can get a you can get almost a hundred inch tv that you can stand three feet in front of and crystal clear sure i mean um it's and, and it's not more it's cheaper Cheap yeah. technology is more advanced, and it's you know, and that's why the aspect of what you do, I'm I'm always very very grateful for folks like you, and the people who work for you because you're teaching people who are going to be creating. You're you're creating the sparks within those individuals to create new things, to be in jobs and industries that that are evolving and changing, and that you know, um, I I can't say enough about how important that is. I mean, even the technology. Who you know Uber, Uber is one of my favorite technologies mm -hmm. because I mean you, this wasn't even exist. This doesn't exist ten years ago either. And, mm -hmm. and look at how that is. And even our our bus system. I, I, Ryan Daniels was the CEO of MetroBus. Right. We talk uh, about you know we have we have an Uber bus that flows in, rolls into into Sartell. It's the same type that. of thing. You know, it's not a, an app yet, but it eventually will be. Right. Where you can call and say there's certain amount of stops rather than wait for the bus. You can call the bus and it'll come to the stop because if there's not going to be anybody there, it doesn't need to. It's an experiment. It's a wow. pilot, and it's you know it's it's been working now for about a year, so <laughs> they're going to continue cool. the pilot. You know, and have other cities done this? This is the only city that we know of in Minnesota, and it's a pilot because ridership was low, so they're figuring out how can you bring up ridership. And so, in with the success of Uber, and uh, you know, right. I don't think it's called the Uber bus, but I call it the Uber bus sure. because it's that technology, and eventually there'll be an app for it. Uh, but you, if you look at something like that, you, you know, the pilots of, of those type, you know, and I've listened to, again, futurists, whoever they are and whoever they got their degree, <laughs> but folks who talk about, you know, automobiles. I mean, I look at the, the business I own sure. is teaching people how to drive. Mm -hmm. um, I think 15, 20 years from now, 
my business won't be necessary mm. unless we're teaching people how to drive old classic cars, sure. you know, uh, because there will be that aspect. And I've listened to lots of futurists. In fact, I've been part of um, uh, conferences in Washington, D.C. with mayors that have talked about planning cities for the future, mm -hmm. planning for um, those flying cars. I mean, this is some of those things that I mean, driverless vehicles. Yeah, so how sure. do you create a road that has a machine <laughs> operating the vehicle on? Right. How do you create, uh, how do you even, I mean, some of the discussion we have is how do you create uh, the regulatory area about flying? Mm -hmm. I mean, look at what's happening with drones. I oh, mean, yes. drone technology right now exists where you can, you can, you know, you can deliver very large, mm -hmm. um, heavy items. Yes. So the aspect of flying cars is not far behind because that is is the the technology i mean wow. you know look at yeah. buildings you can create buildings out of out of, uh, through 3d imaging yes um so you know look at what you you train people to build and to yeah. weld at some point that will be carbon you know and I've, I've heard there's a technology that takes carbon out of the air which takes the the bad part yes. of our, our pollution and creates it into building material yeah. um and if you can if you know in china they're building skyscrapers right. with 3D printing, right. which you know that's that's the aspect of I love technology and the, you know I'm I'm hope I, I'm you know I'm hoping that you know I, I know I'll be around because the, the technology of extending life will be part of that too at I some know, point. I know. You know so. I think about what we do in those terms, and you know we talk about education and training, but when you you know and the idea of you know learner leaders, thinkers, and doers, but it's also about this notion of lifelong learning and. Um, promoting um, creativity, right, and, and, and create the idea of creating, you know, this is, a new, this is an idea and a concept that we're presenting to you, but then through a teacher or faculty and student or student-to-student -student interaction, then new ideas are formed and created. That's the beauty of, of education and, and, and bringing people together. It's to not only share current and existing ideas, but to allow space for the creation of new emerging ideas uh, to take hold, which is I think is really driving all the creativity that we're seeing in, in those terms that you just described about all the, the technology innovations that are just happening each and every day, right, every, all around us all around us yeah well it's it's an exciting time and i i appreciate your you know uh coming onto the podcast Thanks and so having a conversation having about uh higher edge and, and community and technology and uh i look forward to uh, I, I like i said i want to thank you for you know being a community leader and being Thanks somebody so who inspires um not only your daughters Daughter, daughter one and son. son. Daughter one and daughter son. And son. Your, your two children. Your two daughter children. and yes, son. Yes. Uh, an elementary and middle schooler. Yep. So you know they'll be uh, they'll be taking over all of our jobs, which is great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so you're yes. Um, and um, I uh, I should know that because I met your daughter and son yes. um, at a picnic in my backyard. That is right. So yeah. So uh, that uh, we had an opportunity. But thank you. No, uh, thank, thank you, you for, for what me. you it's do, and thank you for uh, leading and partnering. Thank you for you us, and you know. doing this. This is great. Oh, yeah. This is I great should, for our community. You know, this will be the first time uh, I, I should have done this in the first episode, but Dennis here. Um, Hi, who, Dennis. Who <laughs> 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 Dennis uh, is. Uh, Recording all of this, and technology engineer, you know, here's uh, you know, and I should I'll introduce uh, uh, Dennis. You you're gonna, you don't have a mic here, um, so we'll have a, at least at least say hello because uh, you know on this program I'm gonna yeah we're gonna turn the mic over to Dennis because Dennis uh, Dennis 
is uh, came here to St. Cloud as a student and you know at your at your uh, partner institution, St. Cloud State University. Um, and Dennis, um, you, to, you you came here, you interned uh, for my office twice. And uh, now you're working for the office, but you know maybe just right. uh, just say hello. What's your passion, and you know a little bit much so. Uh, I'm Dennis uh, from South Korea. Uh, I originally came here in Minnesota in 2009, and then I I got in. I came to St. Cloud in 2012, and then and I stayed here for like what like seven eight years right now <laughs> it's been, it's a while you but you just graduated recently yeah and, uh, i graduated last year yeah from st cloud state uh-huh. and um and uh, so you're and now you're you're working full-time uh-huh. here at the mayor's office so we're we're he's the there is nobody that can handle technology better um you know because actually nobody in the office before could handle any technology <laughs> <laughs> but dennis is a tremendously creative and interned in the office um, your your major was in no, uh, I, I was in uh, I was major in uh, information system. Yeah, in, he's an information system, so he's an IT guy, yeah. and uh, so this um, this job is kind of out of the comfort zone from where. And I'm really taking him out of the comfort zone now because <laughs> because because I because I, 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 I didn't expect as we started, but Dennis knows we were doing these podcasts. So um, so, but I I think it's important to talk about. Who's actually doing the, the work here? And, and you're one of those folks that, um, as a as a millennial Gen Z, or you're kind of a millennialish uh, yeah, <laughs> Gen Z. You're, you're on the border. Yeah, you're yeah, you're on the on the border of there. But as somebody who um, you know utilizing that in, in in the workforce and doing you know you're creating that aspect of you know different jobs. I mean, he goes into IT and is doing um, you know part of the jobs that uh, not only technology wise but um, in the area of community engagement. And this is part of that engagement piece that we have. So, so thanks, Dennis, for uh, for being on there and uh, appreciate that. Um, and uh, Madam President, yes, <laughs> uh, yes. Th- thank you uh, very much uh, for taking some time. You know, I know how busy it is for you. You've got a big, um, you've got a second part of a visioning session. I know that you're doing uh, at the St. Cloud Technical Community College and uh, through, you know, the partners and collaborations. And like I said, I have been, I've been more than impressed with the, um, the team that you have and the students. So we had a town hall meeting together uh, not that long ago uh, over at your facility. And just the I, what really impresses me, and, you know, sometimes folks get down on the, the generation, the millennials, the Gen Zs, and I don't know what comes after Z because it's the end of the alphabet. But uh, whatever that younger group is, I am more and more impressed every time. You know, the, the, the event that we had on MLK Day with um, – with uh, Valerie Jarrett, yeah. the young people in that room and the conversations with, the, you know, those folks, I am by far over, you know, I, I should say, I'm very confident in the yes. future yes. Uh, because the young people are, and sometimes get a bad rap. I think millennials got a bad rap, I think, because it was just a different generation. But I think every generation from an older yes. generation is yeah. always, you know, um, but I, I'm confident. I think I heard this from somebody the other day. Um, you know, in fact, it might have been Valerie Jarrett about the greatest generation. They're still the, the greatest generation. Each generation thinks they'll be, and they probably Absolutely. will be again. I mean, right. every generation will step up, and it's the aspect of collaborating and working. So, thank you very much for thank coming on so the podcast, and uh, and thanks, Dennis, for recording it all. And thank you, Dennis. Uh, yeah, no appreciate it. So, until the next podcast, look for the podcast. I'll go to. 
to go to Mayor Dave Kleiss, Mayor Space Dave Space Kleiss, on any place where you find podcasts and uh, look for more opportunities for us to talk in the future. Until next time, have a great week, day, month, year, whatever, whatever form and distance of time you have. Enjoy it.